Welcome to the Sick and Successful Podcast. If you're a business owner, work in corporate, or have a side hustle you're passionate about, you're going to want to stick around because I promise to ask the tough questions and talk about the things others shy away from. You know, what it's really like to own a business and be chronically ill. I'm going to give you that push you need towards following your dreams and be the friend you come back to week after week to talk about the real things in life and in business. If you have goals and are working towards them, if you're determined to be successful, no matter what life's obstacles get in the way, this podcast is for you. Dream big and tune in. Welcome back to the Sick and Successful Podcast. This is your host, Natalie Supes. I hope you are having a wonderful summer, enjoying some time to yourself. I think it's so cool how we live in seasons, like physical seasons, yes, but then also in our work-life balance. Do you notice that? I notice a big shift for me as the seasons change on how I approach work. And instead of combating it and like fighting against it, I have really embraced it. Last year a little bit, but definitely this year. This year, right in the round, the beginning of March, actually even earlier than that, at the beginning or mid-May, before I went to Florida, things were insane. My calendar was back to back. But when I got back, I really realized it's a season of play, which means I need to take a little bit of a step back in business. And I booked my calendar off not uh, allowing any meetings to be booked after noon. And then I believe I also booked Mondays off. So I really limited the availability in my calendar, not meaning that I didn't work throughout those times. It's just that I was coming from a a hustle season, a, a season of eight meetings back to back. And I was ready to play, ready to enjoy the sun. And I have been having the best summer ever. And I am excited to share with you an episode that we've talked a lot about on the podcast of burnout and self-care and all of the things and my views on work-life balance. But in this episode, I really want to give you some tangible tips and tricks. And I want to talk about finding that balance, the art of juggling work and self-care as someone with a chronic illness, as an entrepreneur, as a busy-lifed person. And so I'm going to explore the challenges and, uh, you know, all of the things that come along with that word that we all kind of dread, which is balance, balancing work, balancing self-care, dealing with chronic illness, dealing with business. And like I said, discuss those tips, discuss those strategies for finding and prioritizing and ultimately avoiding burnout. Because if you've ever been there, it is the most exhausting, soul-sucking burnout. Man, I always wonder, like, did people deal with burnout years and years ago? I'm, I'm sure they did. I'm sure farmers and stay-at-home moms dealt with burnout, but it is a whole new realm now with hustle culture and sitting at this desk, you know, for 12 hours a day and, and all of these things. So many entrepreneurs I speak to, I think it's cool that we speak about it now, that burnout isn't a taboo subject at least, and it's spoken about and it's out in the open, but there are some things that you really, really need to implement on a day-to-day basis, and if you're not already doing these, I hope you can take this episode as a little bit of a push and nudge into the right direction. So the first one I want to chat with you about is setting realistic goals and expectations on yourself. So knowing for me that is in the summer, I am not going to spend nine hours at this desk, recording episodes, having meetings back to back, etc. And for you as an entrepreneur with a chronic illness, it, it is seriously essential for you to recognize your limitations and then set achievable goals for yourself. 
Meaning if you get really sore after two hours at the desk, then put a break in your calendar every single two hours. If you have whatever it is, all of us have different combinations that we need, but schedule those in. Make it like a habit to take care of yourself and then break down your tasks into smaller manageable steps so that you're prepared to adjust in in case of something coming up to, you know, adjust your expectations, but also your calendar based on your health and your energy levels. It's not just as someone with a chronic illness, but an entrepreneur in general. If we are not managing ourselves and our stress levels and our health and all of these things and our own expectations of ourselves, we are going to, number one, not be great leaders, number two, not hit our goals, and number three, burn out and then end up sitting on the couch just like in a daze for weeks and weeks on end. So remember to set realistic goals and expectations for yourself. Number two is so cliche and you've heard it all over the place, but I do still want to mention it because I don't think enough of us do it. And I wish there was a different word for this, but I need you to start prioritizing your self-care. And I think the word self-care just feels almost icky to me nowadays, but why don't we change it to just prioritize yourself on a day-to-day basis and make yourself non-negotiable and make doing something for yourself, your body, your health, your mind, a part of your daily routine. And it can include activities like exercise, breath work, meditation, going for a nice walk, getting enough sleep, eating a balanced diet, staying hydrated. It's like this whole checklist. I've done this. I've totally done this. But you can download like a checklist, an Excel file where you check all the things that you should be doing for yourself on a day-to-day basis. But like, let's be real. How many of us are doing it? Stay hydrated, eat a balanced diet, sleep enough, move your body, meditate, do breath work, take breaks in between the day. Like there's so many things. But we need to prioritize making that a part of our daily routine because it's not just like this woo-woo, cliche, whatever word, self-care, go take a bath and read a book, which is amazing and go do it or go to the spa or go for a massage go do it all of those things are important but let's start with prioritizing ourselves on a day-to-day basis prioritizing our physical and mental well-being so that we're better equipped to handle the demands of entrepreneurship and of chronic illness and of being moms and sisters and brothers and and children and all of the things that are on our shoulders fill your cup fill your cup honey fill your cup because if you're not filling it by taking care of yourself, what you're giving to everybody else is just drips and droplets. <laughs> Me making up words here today. It's just little little pieces of you. But when you are able to fill that cup, I can tell you from experience what you're able to give to your community, to your loved ones is so much more nourishing. It's so much more valuable. It's heart-centered. It's, it's the authentic you instead of the burnt out, honestly shit version of you that comes when you forget about yourself and put yourself last. The next one I want to chat about is one that I get told I'm really great at, but I think I still have room for improvement, is establishing your boundaries. And this is in every single aspect in your life, but setting clear boundaries between your work and personal life is going to help you so much to avoid burnout. It may involve you setting specific hours, setting days off, booking times off in your calendar, setting up a dedicated workspace if you're a stay-at-home mom, or even if you work from home, or 
or an office, like whatever that is, having a workspace that nourishes your soul, making sure that the people around you understand your boundaries, communicating them to your colleagues, your clients, your family members, your friends, so that you're not just putting these boundaries in place and then really not holding firm to them and yourself. Make sure you are firm to your own boundaries. And honestly, be firm in ensuring that you have the time to recharge and again, focus on your health. So for me, what that looks like is like I mentioned a little bit earlier in this episode, as of now, I have time booked off from noon forward that I can use however I want. But even prior to the summer, every single Friday I book off, there is no meetings, no exceptions because they are my CEO days and I catch up on either my health or on work admin tasks, whatever I feel like. Saturdays or Sundays are family time, non-negotiable, no matter what. What nothing ever will I book there, you know, other than twice in the year in the time I've owned this business for a photo shoot or something like that. But establishing those boundaries is step one. Ensuring that everybody knows them and you stay true to them is step two. It is going to change your life. And then in that, the next tip I have is oh my gosh, developing your support network. It is crucial when someone tries to step on those boundaries or when you've forgotten to do the self-care or when you've broken your own expectations and you didn't set a realistic goal. Having a support network around you, it's just unlike anything else, surrounding yourself with people who understand your journey as an entrepreneur with a chronic illness or whatever it is that you're going through in life can be... Honestly, it's so hard for me to put this into words because it's a life-changing thing. And this can include your friends, your family, literally healthcare professionals, mentors, groups that you're in, mastermind, other entrepreneurs facing similar things, online friends, whatever it is. Having that strong support system, it can help you navigate all the different twists and turns of this crazy, beautiful, intricate life that we live. And it is hard to find. I'm not going to lie. Like I've really struggled with creating that support system over time. And not when it comes to my family and friends, because I got a tight, 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 tight circle that is impossible to penetrate pretty much. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. To become a friend of mine is... Not, I mean, I'm not saying this like a brag because there's been people that have come into my life that I'm like, I wish I would make room for kind of when I'm looking back. But honestly, the people near me, there's like, three great friends. It's actually, it's opened up a little bit more recently, but it's, you know, really close friends, really close family, my husband, my daughter, and that's it. And that's for a reason because you ultimately are the five people you surround yourself with the most, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, it is going to happen. So having a support network that lifts you up, makes you a better person and doesn't drag you down is crucial to your health, to your mind, to your business. And last but not least, listening to your body. How many of us, can you raise your hands? I'm not looking at you, but like raise your hand. How many of us just like, ugh, roll our eyes when we hear listen to our body? But then if you were just to take a moment and think about it, how much are we ignoring our body? And how much does Western medicine honestly ask us to ignore our body? It's like the small signals that tell you like you're working too much, your wrist is hurting, get off the computer, your back hurts, your eyes are glazing over, down to like There's just so many things. Women's bodies in general are fascinating to me, like how we can tell when we are ovulating. This is so off track, but like how we could tell when we're ovulating if you pay attention. But if you've been told from a young woman, just like take the pill, blah, 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 you can have a baby at any time. So make sure you're on birth control. It's mind blowing to me how many women I speak to that they're like, no, I have, what? Like, 
you can only get pregnant once a month? Well, like, I guess for a week a month? And, like, how, how would I know when I'm ovulating? Like, how would I... And what? I'm in different moods through different periods. Did you know that the week before your period is the week you're most likely to fight with your significant other because you're in, I forget what the phase is, but essentially the phase makes you feel really lonely. So it's just like, there's so many things that just listening to our body and seeing will literally change your life. If you are listening to this and you're a woman and you shift your work schedule to your menstruation cycle, watch the creativity soar. Watch, watch your life change. Just in general, though, if you're experiencing increased symptoms like fatigue, soreness, brain fog, just take a step back and reassess what's going on in my day. What are my priorities today? Make sure you're writing a list every single day and you have one or two things that are your I've crushed the day. And then the other things, give yourself permission to rest and recuperate and take care of yourself when needed without feeling guilty and without feeling like you can't take the time off. Because ultimately your health is is an investment in your long-term success as an entrepreneur. It's an investment in your life as a family member. It's an investment in your anything that you care about. Taking care of yourself is an investment in your success. And if you forget that and you let all these things drop a little bit, you're going to see the repercussions of it. And I speak from experience because this is a long list of things that we need to kind of stay on top of. And it's easy for one little ball to drop while you pick up another one. And, you know, like, let's say we got a launch going on or we have a trip happening for business or there's something. It's so easy to just stop drinking the green juice or not go on so many walks or forget to drink your water because you've been in back-to-back meetings. Your body keeps score. I actually haven't read that book yet, but I'm planning on reading it soon because it's been recommended to me so many times. But your body keeps score and we are already suffering enough as people with chronic illness. So that added stress of being an entrepreneur, a mother, a daughter, a, a wife, whatever it is that you are, at such another level that honestly, you can't afford to not do these things. You can't afford not to take care of your body. So take this episode as your little push and nudge from your business bestie over here at SNS Creative to take a step back and reevaluate where you are dropping that ball a little bit and how you could pick it up without adding extra stress. Because that's another thing, right? A lot of us were like, let's lose weight, let's work out. Well, you're just gonna put more stress on your nervous system if you start doing hit workouts at seven days a week and limiting your calories because you want to eat healthy and now you're drinking four gallons of water a day and you're increasing your cortisol level. So let's find ways to nourish ourselves, to nourish our soul, to nourish our body, to listen to it and just develop healthy routines, healthy, like I said, healthy boundaries, establish those boundaries so that on a day-to-day basis, you're feeling like your cup is getting filled up without you having to do these things that make you feel like you're just like slugging through and, and working really hard to be healthy. It doesn't have to be like that. A a balanced life, for my lack of a better word, since I kind of hate that word, but a life that feels full on all aspects doesn't have to be hard to maintain. And you're always going to drop one of these things. It's a normal, just knowing them and kind of 
doing things to nourish your soul, nourish your mind, nourish your body will help you pick them back up if you stay aware. So do me a favor. If you enjoyed this episode, it means so much to us. If you can go rate it on Apple or on Spotify, just give us a five-star rating or give me a five-star rating and leave a review. Let me know you listened to this episode. Let me know what you think of the podcast. If you relate to the word sick and successful, it really is what helps other people find this podcast and what is what keeps me re-recording and and giving knowledge. And I think people who are sick and successful should have a community where we can chat about the things that makes it hard to be an entrepreneur with a chronic illness. That is it for today. So pretty, 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 please go leave that review and I will send you the greatest wishes to wherever you are. Remember, dream big. It is possible for you and your next version of success is around the corner. Mwah!